0: All right. We're going to go straight to the phone lines because Dean has been on hold. You wanted to respond to the caller that was uh, calling in about the alcohol thing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What what were yes, you wanting can to you say? Hear me? Yes, I can.
1: Okay. I don't know if you can hear me. Okay. I was just wanting to say that I recall that story that he mentioned. I think it was down in Columbia with the convenience store. And I'd also like to add that my wife and I was in Las Vegas last year in October. And out there you can buy, alcohol, you can buy liquor inside of uh, uh, drugstores. And so I went in and purchased a bottle of Jack Daniels, and they made my wife show ID as well. And I thought, well, that's odd. Luckily, she had her ID with her. And then also you made a comment about uh, the firearm industry. And I thought, well, you must not know and have read the article where uh, Academy Sports in Spartanburg, South Carolina, just a few months ago, I read an article where they were fined over $2 million for selling firearms, multiple firearms, to a guy, I forget his name, but he actually was the one who was turning around and selling firearms to Todd Cohel. And they were making comments in the article like he was coming in and buying guns and paying cash and, you know, even making it sound like paying cash for a firearm was even crazy sounding. And I'm like,
0: well, if you, if if you buy more than three in a, in a shot, they're supposed to report that. Did they fail to report that?
1: I don't know. I don't know. That probably has
0: a little bit to do with that. I've got sponsors that send me four or five guns at a time. And when they do, I get reported to the ATF every time. Right. And most of the yeah, time, in, in some cases, I've got to send them back to them. So then, when I send them back, then I get then that pops up again. And that's just something that is that was all that all came uh, courtesy of Fast and Furious. That's what they got out right. of it. For anything over three, that gets reported. So my question about Academy of Sports would be: Did they not report multiple sales?
1: I don't know. That's yeah. I don't recall reading that in the article. I just know that yeah. when I read the article, That's... I was like, "Holy cow! You, you're going to tell me that that somebody <laughs> sells a firearm legally and the paperwork's done and it goes through SLED, and I think SLED has to report to ATF, do they not?
0: Well, SLED, uh, well, SLED does, but I mean, uh, as a as the retailer, you have to do it. It doesn't matter if SLED does it. It doesn't matter if everybody up the chain has to do it. If you are, if you have to do it within the ATF if that if that's what's in the rules then the, then you have to do it and if you don't well you endanger that FFL license you have to sell guns right well, so but back to yeah. the back to the liquor stuff i mean uh, from what my understanding is uh, like somebody was talking about the Mallory Beach incident with the Murdoz where the kid was 19 years old i i used to deliver beer and the on-premise license in those days versus the off-premise license. If you showed an ID, and I ID you, and I look at that and it shows your ID, uh, <laughs> this shows your ID. Um, that that's you. You've done what you had to do by law. You don't, you don't have to get out there and interpret and go. This doesn't look right. How are you going to do that? You're you, you, They set the criteria. You're just following it. So. That was my only question with that. I, I'm still still trying to gather some information on that.
1: Oh, I agree. I, just, I think we're living in an upside-down world. I mean, that when I read that about Academy Sports, and when I read that article of a convenience store down in, uh, down in the low part of South Carolina, I was like, holy cow, you know, if, if I sold a friend a gun, you know, as a private citizen, and then he ended up doing something with it. You know, four or five years down the road, you know, could you be sued? And you know, looking at what happened with Academy, I'm like, yeah, you're definitely, you're definitely on the hood for about anything that you do these days.
0: Yeah, well, uh, all those things. All those things, notwithstanding, there's most of the time there's a lot more to certain stories uh, with with some of this stuff than meets the eye. That's one thing I've learned.
1: No, without a doubt, and with the media reporting the way they do, you know the Academy story. You know, I, I don't know what I was left out. I just know how the I know how the media tries to spin a story these days. Yes, absolutely. Yes. There.
0: Yes, that's that's the whole thing. The whole thing about this, Dean, is that if you see a story in the media, the first thing you should do is just employ a little bit of critical thinking and look at it and see what it actually what what look at what they're talking about and then see how it applies. And then you'll you'll see what happens in eventually given time. This is all about the first blush. This is the first look at it. They don't mind. they'll come back later and they'll say, "Well, they'll act like they never said that." So, anyway.
1: Right. Well, all right, sir. I appreciate you. Dying. I appreciate this I just wanted to throw that out there and see if you'd heard that story about Academy.
0: Yep. I had not heard that story about Academy, but nothing surprises me on the text line. Somebody saying, nobody's sending you four guns for free, buddy. <laughs> hate to tell you, but yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. I mean, um, uh, I, I do something completely separate from this and it's, uh, sending a bunch of guns to me is part of it so and no i don't have an ffl this is sort of indicative and as i look at this this is uh uh, the caller that doesn't want to deliver alcohol to the home okay i get that because now you got to hire somebody and this is hitting your your bottom line and if you want to be competitive you got to do it right and um I feel I feel for that part of it. The part where he's out there saying that he's more liable. It, well, he's liable if he sells it to somebody and they take it home and the kids get into it. Um I've never heard that before with off-premise consumption of alcohol. If you sell it to them and they're under age, now maybe my understanding is like with the Mallory Beach case that uh Paul Murda used Buster Murda's ID. Right? And if you look at that, if you look at that idea and you let it slip, or maybe if it's just, you know, in that case where they were at, they were the Murdoch's, right? Murdoch, I think that's how they pronounce their name. And uh, so maybe they just sold it because that's what we've always done. And if that's the case, then things happen. Many, many moons ago. Many, many moons ago. I worked for a beer distributor when I first got out of the the military, and he would supply... um, certain places with adults, right? with adults uh, with alcohol. And then one day some of that found their way into the hands of some of their children. And that became a big thing. That became a really big thing. Now the company I work for is no longer uh, no longer business. I don't mind putting it out, but at the time when he was interviewed, he said, well, the guy who came and got it from me, back in, back in those days, in, in, ni- in the 1990s, the, South Carolina had, the, had something called the Alcohol, uh, what was it, ABC. I can't remember what the ABC stood for. And these were the guys that regulated the alcohol in, in South Carolina. And one of the ABC rips came to him asking him for some stuff, and it ended up in the ABC rips' uh, children's hands. And he said, well, when somebody comes to me and wants it and they regulate my industry, I'm going to give it to them. But that didn't make him liable for what happened to it when that guy got a hold of it. When, when the adult gets a hold of it and he leaves the premises, whether it's by hook or crook, and children get a hold of it, that's sort of on that adult. That's the way I think. I, I've never known any law out there that penalizes the retailer for doing everything they're supposed to do and then something happens with children involved after they've left it and it's gone home this is you know that would be that would be one of those fun dreams alcohol beverage there you go thank you Um, that'd be one of those dreams for the left if they could get out there and just regulate everything to that degree don't give them any ideas we don't need to be doing that we get back We're going to talk about the spirit of aloha. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. The carpro.com talk line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. Streaming live on the WORD Facebook page and on the X page. Um, right now we're seeing a bunch of lawmakers that are supposed to be the ones that actually take care of us. Are, you know The justices of the Supreme Court of Hawaii. Jack Smith, Merrick Garland. Who's going to put these guys in jail? In Hawaii, a guy named Christopher Wilson was charged with a felony for violating three-gun laws, and the charges were dismissed by a Hawaii circuit court in 2022. They reasoned that the charges against Wilson violated his right to bear arms, as guaranteed by the Second Amendment. But that was reversed by the Hawaii Supreme Court. And they decided the case based upon a new legal standard. Says Article one, Section 17 of the Hawaii Constitution mirrors the Second Amendment of the United States Constitution. However, we read those words differently from than the current United States Supreme Court. We hold that in Hawaii there's no state constitutional right to carry a firearm in public. And they explained it by citing the spirit of Aloha Standard. Hawaii's historical tradition of firearm regulation rule out an individual right to keep and bear arms under the Hawaii Constitution. The spirit of aloha clashes with a federally mandated lifestyle that lets citizens walk around with deadly weapons during day-to-day activities. Now, I slept through all of my law school classes, so I'm completely unfamiliar with the spirit of aloha doctrine. And I'm sure that many other states will soon adopt the spirit of Aloha standard and that will become part of the doctrine of the curricula in the woke law schools along with the coursework and microaggression and DEI transgender rights for toddlers and some cl- climate-friendly cuisine. Or... Wait a minute. Let me look at this through my real lens. Let's let's throw that lens out of the way and let's let's look at it the way I look at it. I look at that as insurrection. I look at that as uh, I look at that as treason, because when they joined the United States, their Constitution became subservient to the United States Constitution. That means that if they decide they want to own slaves, they can. That means that if they want to go into your house without a warrant, they can. That's what that means. So these Hawaii justices, they're no more than thugs, and they should be treated as such. And we see criminals in black robes every day. And then if you add in all the corrupt prosecutors who choose the cases heard by the justices... You could fill a sports venue with them. Now, look at how many of them violate the recusal requirement. Recusal is not just a matter of ethics. It's a constitutional requirement. A, you have to require a judge to recuse themselves in two situations. If they have a financial interest in the case's outcome, And when there is otherwise a strong possibility, the judge's decision would be biased. And in either case, it does not matter whether or not the judge is actually biased. What matters is that even if the judge is not biased, the high probability of bias still damages the integrity of the judicial system. See, this is a thing the left has done and the the right has allowed them to do. We have thrown away all the integrity of everything we hold dear. Elections, legal system, you know, they've squandered something that was very precious they have squandered something that was very very precious <sighs> like one of the uh, trump lawfare cases judge tanya chutkin she was asked to recuse herself in a september 2023 motion and uh, she they they suggested uh she she was making statements that he should be prosecuted and imprisoned and they, they this disqualified her Chutkin said this is nothing less than an attempt to violently overthrow the government, the legally, lawfully, peacefully elected government by individuals who are mad that their guy lost. It's blind loyalty to one person who, by the way, remains free to this day. And here we have a judge re- expressing regret that Trump is not in jail. There's a bit of a bias there. Letitia James, she was running for office on the promise of going after Trump. And she's, you know, she's keeping that promise. She says she de- he defrauded. And nobody, there, there's been no monetary... Uh, no monetary uh, problems here. Nobody's lost money on anything that uh, Trump has done. Trump has done what every real estate speculator does. Every real estate developer everywhere does this. Because they have to get loans. Because when they need, if they need $5 million, it has to be a $10 million project. They're only going to get 50% of what they're looking at. So they have to overinflate it to get the most money they can. And since he's never stiffed anybody on this, this is uh, one of these uh, cases where, you know, I mean, one of the Shark Week guys got out there and said, this is the way they do real estate development. Then there's Judge N. Gorin. Uh, this is a guy, uh, he has his own personal prejudice. He doesn't have any financial real estate or accounting experience. And uh, he found Trump guilty of fraud and fined him $350 million. When an appeals court ruled that the statute of limitations barred the prosecution of Trump with regard to several early years, Earn Garen, and Garn should have dismissed it, but that would have been embarrassing. So he found a way to partially circumvent the appeals court decision. He authorized James to support her case with information from those pre-statute years. Then he was struck by disaster, highly respected and qualified expert witness testified on behalf of Trump and, uh, you know, The four justices of the, of the Supreme Court. Well, you know they're they're bad. And and here's the thing. This is the thing. We've got to. We should be used to this by now. Well, that's good. I, I'm on the text line and <laughs> uh, uh, Bill Jesse Helms, School of Law, Liberty University class of 2018. I somehow missed the Hawaii self-rule constitution law class. Also, that puts me in pretty good, pretty good. Uh, pretty good uh, company I guess so we without a doubt without a doubt I I understand I get it we're being besieged by all kinds of people coming from all kinds of different directions everything has been everything's been gamed the entire process is owned by the left I get it I get it. And yet, by the same token, uh, this is one of these things that cannot possibly sustain itself. You cannot do these kinds of things over and over again forever and get away with it. Eventually, it falls in under its own weight. All we have to do is just sit back and watch it. Now, should we? No, we should not sit back and watch it. We should fight this all the way. But uh, all these things that you look at, And, you know, what you heard earlier this week, I understand we're out there saying what you're saying, believe what you believe. I get it because it does look daunting, doesn't it? It's so daunting. And yet some people like me can't wait to get in on that fight. Can't wait to get in on that fight because it's worth the fight. Freedom is worth the fight constitution is worth the fight. America is worth the fight. And, uh, the only thing you know, that might possibly keep us from being successful in the fight. Cause we would win the fight. We would win the fight, but the only thing that keeps us from being successful is fear. And that's why I have none because I intend to be successful. You should intend to be successful too. Do not let fear run your day. What a waste of your time. What, what is the average life for, is it 77? So think of this, think of it this way. You have 77 summers, you have 77 birthdays. Everything is so limited for you. Why would you live in fear? Don't let yourself live in fear. Don't do it, don't do it. You don't wanna do that. Let's talk about the con still going on with the EV idea. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. Well, it is Friday again, and yes, I still have the busy throat. I've been working with it, though. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> the carpro.com talk line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. We are streaming live on both Facebook and X on the WORD pages. Now, I did not listen to Tara. Before this, I don't know if she addressed this or not, but I'm going to address this simply because of all of the misinformation that is out there right now. I'm aware of certain red state articles and everything else. Uh, You know, Odyssey is a company. And uh, in the time that I have been with WORD, they've been owned by Intercom, Radio.com, and now Odyssey. And Odyssey is a company. they, they, They have, you know, with the ebb and flow of business, things happen. And it happens all the time. It happens all the time. So uh, some things have happened. And now uh, some people have bought some of uh, the debt. Right. And the one that bought the biggest tranche of debt is Soros Fund Management. Now, for some of you, this is a disaster. For some of you, this is uh, they're, they're coming for us. On red state, I saw where they're going to get out there and they're going to use this to disrupt the the upcoming election. (laughs) And, uh, you know, some of these things are ignoring some other things. Odyssey still runs Odyssey. The president of Odyssey is still the president of Odyssey. The reason And it was, you know, for the 40% that he bought, some other people bought 60%. And the reason all of this was done is because this was a really good deal because of what they got. Because Odyssey is a mammoth. Odyssey is a gigantic tyrannosaur that roams the face of the United States. We dominate in most of the markets that we exist in. I saw one comment the other day where uh, if we're such a big talk market, how come there's not other talk radio stations out there involved in it? Well, they tried that and they got run out of business because they could never pick up any any ground against this station. So for all of you that are worried that there's going to be some cataclysm occur here, I will get to retire here. This is my last stop in my professional life. I already exist still on two other radio shows that are nationally syndicated besides this one, and I will continue to do them, and I will, and I, but this is my dream. This was my dream gig. This has not been taken from me. If anything, if nothing else, it absolutely shows you one thing that I've long known about these guys. I learned about this when I saw Tom Hartman interviewed. Most of you don't know who that is. Tom Hartman is the number one leftist talk show radio guy out there today. And he does that because as a conventional talk show or a conservative talk show host, he would be absolutely abysmal. So he decided to become the best at the, the very niche thing that's out there. And when Rush Limbaugh said something and he that he lost a few sponsors because of that. He got on he got on TV and he revealed his true stripes, which is capitalistic. Because he said, "I hope Rush Limbaugh keeps all of his sponsors." Capitalism always wins. I will not. I will not if I see something going on that has Soros's fingerprints on it, I will mention it. And I will talk about it, and I will pull it apart at the seams. I do not think he's going to exercise any editorial control over us simply because of what we are, which is we are mammoth. This is actually a very good business decision for everybody that got involved in it. I completely, I mean, if I had the money to spend on it, I would have bought it because it was such a good deal because of what it is. Odyssey is doing something that you don't see. I, 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 I like I said, I exist in the syndicated space, and you don't see a lot of guys, a lot of radio entities today making successes, except for Odyssey in mass. Odyssey in mass uh, is the most successful one out there. It's the number two in the United States. So yes, it it makes pretty good sense. And uh, media is always a good thing to invest in because people consume it like it's crazy. So, when you read up from all of your heroes on all of the blogs, remember this the blogs are designed to give you clicks. The blogs are designed to get clicks from you. And I'm not one for the panic porn. We had a meeting. We got told this stuff. I just sat back. I thought it was funny. I thought it revealed the truth about all of these guys. With most of these leftist entities that you sit out there, we don't know most of what they do. And I, I, I find it hard to believe that you could push a bunch of leftist businesses and become a billionaire. So I'm not worried about this. I I as a matter of fact, it's of all the things I'm worried about, this is at the bottom of the list. It, it's amusing. It's uh, <laughs> uh seeing on the text line, I'm 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 you know still getting pushback. There's some of you that just want to believe the worst. If Odyssey's so mammoth, you wouldn't need Soros' money. Go out there and buy a business and run it and tell me how that works out for you. So He's not going to have editorial control. We will know if he has editorial control. The the problem with this is now there's so many different ways to get information out that everything continues on. Everything continues on. This this radio station has been here for so long. I started listening to it in 1990. I'm being told if I quit spending my money at Dewey's, I'd have the money to buy Odyssey. (laughs) So... I say to this to you sincerely because got, I've got you know I, I got no interest in misleading you. I really don't. I don't care to mislead you. If I were worried about this, I have you know I'd be making plans right now for you know to, to hit the silk and exit the aircraft, and I don't. I'm not. I don't have any misgivings about this. The, the primary cause they put out there would be to disrupt the information coming out during this election. That's too late. That's too late. Too late for that now. What's going to happen is going to happen, and uh, you know we, we're going through some things that have to uh, have to uh, have to play out. And we'll see where it goes. And I, I'm going to tell you why I do this and think this way. I I exist with you know I, I call it the warrior mindset. There's a lot of people that have it. The warrior mindset is is, is it, it gives you rem- remarkable clarity. You see the world in 12k. You hear it in surround sound stereo. You see what's really interesting and what's really important and what isn't. And um, for me, I look at this with bemusement because all of these things they all have solutions. If they go sideways, if they go sideways. And you and I can spend a whole lot of time being concerned about if they go sideways versus, uh, just doing what I do and plowing along with what I plow along with. And, uh, you know, what, what if I, what if nothing ever happens? And then I walk out in front of a bus one day and get hit by a bus. There's no guarantees in this life. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not worried about anything. So you guys can, uh, you don't have to worry about us. You don't have to worry about W-O-R-D. You don't have to worry about the entity that exists here in, in Greenville, South Carolina. Everything that's involved in it is, uh, we're at the top of the game. We're at the top of the game. We're not going anywhere. Nothing's going to happen. Or you can just sit back and wear yourself to death, whichever you prefer. I myself, this is the last, is the last word for me on it. This is the last word for me on this. Unless things change drastically, which nobody in the know forecasts that, except what you see online at Red State and some other places. I, I, You know, New York Post, I saw all of those things coming out. We, And I was just sitting back going, hmm, okay. Well, I wonder what they, I wonder how they know this is going to happen when we don't. Because they don't have any inside information coming out of this. They're just making a bunch of speculation. All I'm doing is acting off of the fact pattern presented to me. But like I said, I have that, that's my piece on that. I have spent as much time as I'm going to. When we get back, we're going to talk about a world consensus that is coming up right now, and it's going to change everything that you guys have misgivings about. This is News Talk 98.9. W-O-R-D. <laughs> you probably didn't hear the detonation that went off in the chat room, uh, it, you know. The uh, carpro.com talk line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. All of them detonating over there because I don't know what I'm talking about, and then I get this one. Was Fanny really wearing her dress backwards? <laughs> <laughs> uh. And here's another one. We're hypocrites because we took Soros' money. You understand that we didn't have anything to do with that, right? You understand that we're not a part of that decision-making process. This is this is very shallow thinking, and if you guys want to do that, please, 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 have at it. Because I move on now. We've had, uh, you know, we've been hearing about the potential for a civil war in the United States for at least the last ten years half the country thinks that's a very likely scenario a lot of unchecked government power they're getting into all of the crevices of our private lives and winning control of government for the totalitarians has become existential and for us then we then we then think that the only one only way to stop them is to also give in And, uh, you know, go for that go for that uh, power over government, like somehow being in charge of the government means we've solved all the issues for every day going forward. And that's never been the case. Talks of civil war between various coalitions of states transformed into calls for independence. So then we get calls for an American style revolution against government abuse. Now, interestingly enough, that would be really what we were involved in, would be a revolution. We would not be involved in a civil war because we're not going to be fighting ourselves. You understand that, right? There's not going to be a civil war in the United States. We're not going to be fighting ourselves. We would be fighting the government. There's a very big difference. A very big difference. Um... We have an unaccountable bureaucracy. Yes, we need to be rid of that. And, uh, you know, we need to stop being globalist and all these other things. And, you know, the the thing about this is, well, with all the talk of the Civil War where where everybody's talking about this, the government absolutely loves that. They love it. They they love it when citizens quarrel. It's the divide and conquer scheme. It's one of their favorite tactics. We're too busy fighting each other to notice what they're doing. When I get up here and I speak about freedom or liberty or, you know, all that other stuff, that's bad. You know, that's really bad. And you've got a news media establishment and a political class. They try to work together to make liberty actually, you know, synonymous with selfish or hateful. And they twist the meaning of freedom into love for big government policy or, you know, patriotic subservience to the state, allegiance to the state when people set aside their differences and they get this common focus and they turn that focus and that fury towards those ones holding the reins of power well bar the door Pelosi trouble is a comin'. make sure the powder's dry Schumer hey Biden get out of the way and get over here things are about to get kinetic right now the government is headed toward censorship and warrantless surveillance and persecution is proof that you know they 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 want you to believe that you're going to be under the yoke of full-fledged totalitarianism and that is a threatening possibility but this you know the the whole january 6th thing that was that was uh it it was a dual-edged blade what they were trying to do was they were trying to make it to where you don't ever do that again and two they were scared beyond belief you don't spend 3 years hunting down patriotic grandmas and some veterans and you know who who went to this thing for free in fair elections unless you're terrified that there's a critical mass of people that see election fraud as a uniparty weapon for maintaining the illegitimate control You do not set up disinformation. When you have a bill of rights that's, that states that freedom of the, you know, First, First Amendment, you don't have a disinformation review board. You don't pretend that public debate is a threat to national security. Unless you're afraid of what ordinary people are going to say to you. You don't spy on their financial transactions and text messages and what they put on Facebook and, you know, if it's anything other than puppies, that's got to come down. See, there's no new world. We have we have technology now. And we have rapid technological advancements that have given them some unsavory tools to pursue some of this nonsense against the American people. But they would not be so openly hostile to the public or dismissive of their obligations if they were not already afraid. And they should be. They should be afraid. There is no way at this moment for anybody to I, I cannot see any any scenario unless we we would have to, uh, we'd have to make 535 Trump clones, and we'd have to put them in Congress, and then we'd have to move the chains. We would have four years to make the biggest political shift in the history of known man, and then that's only temporary. That's only temporary because everything ends, especially in politics. Now when it gets to the point where they can no longer divide us into two opposing camps you know and 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 they even try to characterize what we what we are and what we're doing they 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 look at the two opposing camps as one fighting unrestrained government power and the other fighting unrestrained corporate power that's not really how that works they take Black American and pit them against white American. They take male American and pit them against female American. They take older American and pit them against younger Americans. They put they, they take younger Americans that are male. And they want to be female. They take female. They want them to be male. They do all of these things. It's a constant 52 pickup. They're constantly reshuffling to the deck, trying to come up with everything. They... While, while they're out there and they're doing all this stuff at the same time there's no way to be organized about this hence no warrior mindset because this is all based upon desperation it used to be that uh, the political class would start a war and then they would send a bunch of people to war to fight the war and uh, a lot you know and it there's a lot of money in that the last time we fought a war that had a Declared strategic mission was World War II. Everything else becomes, uh, with, with, with the advent of rules of engagement, where we started playing fair in combat, which is hilarious, um, you know, it, it's become quite the big business, you know, strategic, questionable strategic aims, battlefield betrayal, resettling millions of foreigners into our homeland. There's no need for the civilians of America to join the military, to die in a war for Bill Crystal or Hillary Clinton or Nikki Haley or Liz Cheney. So all these, the the growing consensus is this. America, well, in, in general, if you look across the planet, government is a failure. Government is practice in the 21st century is a failure. All of these tools that should, should have made it easier, instead they got evil with them, and evil ways don't work because eventually every human being longs to be free. That's why they want to come here because they think they're free here, but they're, you know, we know the truth of that. All these things that the, uh, the government's trying to do, left and right, you guys are going to cause yourself some unnecessary pain, but, you know, I'm not in charge of making your decisions for you. Have you ever wondered how I should make so much money when they're in office? My guest and I, were are going to tell you coming up next. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD.